0: Six Pack Double Feature presents Pick Six, where the guys round out a top five list with one extra. Insults, oddities, cartoons—it's all there, and of course, beer. Tell us your picks, guys.
1: So if you're not writing your number one, you're not writing anything.
0: You're not in your, in your... No, I'm gonna—I know what I'm gonna talk about. So if we come across it before I hit my number one, then I'll know what to talk about.
1: Gotcha. So you're pretty well concerned that we're not gonna cross over. No, I we think we're gonna,
0: gonna cross over, it. but I wanna—I would still want to pull a clip for my number one.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
0: That's all. I don't have... That. I'm only doing two clips for this, but I wanted a clip
1: for my number one. Welcome into it. Six-pack double feature. To pick six. What the hell was that? What are you talking about? Is that your clip?
0: You can't hear anything right now. I have my headphones in.
1: I could hear it. It sounded like a siren. Well, oh, uh, then my uh, headphones are louder than I thought. They're louder as shit, man. How about now? No, I don't hear that now. Good. Thought the tornado sirens were going off. Not the end of the world was happening. Well, welcome anyway. It's Pixie. Are you recording? Yeah, for like so many minutes now. I'm
0: not even plugged in. My headset isn't plugged in. I'm not even near my microphone. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Weasels. Yes, I find I have a special gift for the work. Oh, <laughs> well, my mic.
1: Right. Uh, rabbit? <laughs> rabbit doesn't worry, take place in John. Chicago. We got
0: the over the city, we'll find them. You wouldn't have any idea where the I'll, t- might be. Yeah.
1: I'll just turn it down. That's with, nuts. Did that can... pick that up? Yeah. Well, that's playing out of your machine now. It's very nice. it's not
0: like
1: you. yeah. Well, yes. I'm surprised you're not more cooperative.
0: There's nothing playing out of my machine right now. Oh, yes, there is.
1: Yeah, all kinds of stuff happening. <laughs> 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 oh, the people are so f- <laughs> and confused right now. I'm so confused, because I didn't
0: even know you started. Oh, yeah.
1: At well, least I, I didn't blare my I, ears I, out. So I, 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 Yeah, and I turned that down, and I did it, and I was like, <laughs> you know what? No, I like, these, I like these fade-in conversations, because then you don't fucking complain about the volume of the intro music and Jamie's narration. So there you go, magic of editing behind the curtain. Hey, are we recording a thing? <laughs> we are, and it's not... Has I didn't even any, know you came close to starting on that n- one. Nothing to do with Roger Rabbit. This what is, are we doing? Today we're doing Chicago movies.
0: Hint. This may show up in a different movie that's not in Chicago.
1: So, you Oh, hear, we're doing Chicago. All right. When you hear Jamie say uh, cartoons in the opening credits, that means that Nathan's- Roger to- Rabbit might show up,
0: or I might adjust my list in that time, but I highly doubt that'll happen. Oh, shit.
1: I'm not Nathan. And I'm not Travis. And oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. We've been uh, up in Chicago- they're having some knackwurst and bratwurst, and uh, seeing the uh, Mike Ditka Museum there <laughs> with the gravy, ah, with the geez, great the bears and all that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's about all I can do. Really, yeah, I know
1: a lot of people in Chicago, but um, have yourself a nice polish. So yeah, we're doing um, we're doing pick six Chicago movies today, and um, so I'm guessing your first one is a clip. I'm glad we're re-recording the reaction to this, because my first joke was stupid.
0: (laughs) Uh, What I put down here was, I'm like, let's just go ahead and and get this one off the list. (laughs) Because, in all honesty, this was going to be my number one, but...
1: Ferris was going to be your number one. Yeah. Okay.
0: But it's in my number six because I knew that it was going to be on your list somewhere potentially. I or did, did you I purposely not... did not choose Ferris Bueller's Day Off? All right. So this is my number one. Uh, <laughs> we're going backwards. No, this is my number six because I just I, I felt that this was the one where we were going to uh, cross streams.
1: <laughs> but let me just not. Still, let me just double check. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Ferris Bueller. On All there. right. Wow. Ferris pretty... Bueller is one of my favorite movies. Uh, it is. I believe probably the only movie I can literally sit and do that thing where you quote the movie either out loud or pantomime the words with the inflection and the head movements. Like, I can do it from front to back. It drives Jamie nuts. (laughs) So you don't watch it with her anymore? Rarely. Rarely. I I have gotten myself to the point where I don't say it out loud now. I I sit on the other side of the couch and just say the lines, and she can pretty well ignore it if we watch it. Yeah. Uh, this was from the notes that I'd pulled regarding
0: this movie. This was John Hughes's love letter to Chicago.
1: Very much feels that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He wanted to capture as much of the city as possible, uh, while not just focusing just on the structures, but more of the spirit of Chicago. And I think he kind of did did that. Yeah. It's, it's enough of, Oh, look, that's. You know, oh look, prehistoric forest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get the idea of where they're at without the obvious building structures and. Well, I mean, and, they they go know. to the
1: John Hancock Building. I mean, that is the Chicago Building, right?
0: Sears. Uh, no, John Hancock would be in Boston. So this is the Sears Tower, which is now the Willis Tower.
1: Are you sure about that? Yes,
0: John Hancock, Boston. This one is Sears Tower. At that time, it was the Sears
1: Tower. Okay. Hey gang. Editor Travis here. I uh, hope you're enjoying the episode. Um, probably like many of you, uh, you uh, Nathan is wrong. <laughs> the John Hancock building, it is not in Boston. It's in Chicago. Uh, a simple jump on the Google box uh, confirmed that uh, for me. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I'll fact check that. <laughs> I did the, when I went to Chicago, I did the thing with my head on the window. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. I would imagine
0: so. That's that's the plan at some point to try that. I don't know if I, I'll actually been to be Chicago? able to do it. No. Oh man, yet. it's a
1: fun city. I went. It was fun when I was twelve. I can't imagine what it would be like to go like now during like whatever that the uh, German Festa was that mm-hmm. Ferris commandeered the float for and sang. let see. I never understood that part. Why lip sync two songs up there? Oh yeah, that's weird to me. Who gives a shit? Some jagoffs no up one? there singing Don shane <laughs> now Don shane i get because it's a german thing and he referenced it earlier in the movie but yes the beatles oh the twist and shout twist and Shout cover, cover. yeah, yeah. but he didn't cover it he just he's just
0: Well, yeah it's it was not their song originally though the beatles
1: correct oh, yeah john lennon's band the beatles <laughs> i hate you i know it's good it's good it's good it's good um I've already told you what my number six is. Hopefully you've forgotten, but my number six is Backdraft. Oh, are you scrolling through? Did I steal one? Yeah, that's my number two. Boom. I'm stealing at least I'm stealing at least two from you then.
0: Chicago. I- I'll be honest with you. I I love these movies that are placed in Chicago, but uh there's a lot more that are in New York than they're in Chicago <laughs> that I can identify with. That I've seen, I guess you know. What do you mean? I, oh, well, there's a lot more movies. There's a lot more material can, out there for New York than sure. it, w- when it comes to sure. movies than Chicago. Sometimes
1: you kind of have to. You have to think about a Chicago movie. Yes. And then, you know, like, oh, that yeah, does yeah, New York, it's it's immediate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, It's a. It's the first. I was about ten when this came out, and I remember. Um, it was a big deal in my house because my dad's a firefighter. Fighter. Yeah, it's firefighter. Right. And. Uh, so it was kind of required watching. But um it was the first time I remember my mom actually talking about that Ron Howard directed a movie and I was like what? O- She's Opie like, or Opie. Richie? She said Opie and I was okay. like he's like okay, that's weird. And then I, I and then she also described it as kind of a they did kind of the thing that they did with Silence of the Lambs. Right. Where they go talk to uh Donald Sutherland's character. Yes. um Shadow <laughs> I haven't caused. seen I haven't seen Backdraft in so long. De
0: Niro's but. the uh investigator. Yeah. Is De Niro in it? Yeah. He's wow. the he's okay. the one that has the burns. He's the one that caught... He, no, Scott Glenn's the one with the burns. No, not with no. the outlet on. It's his been belt? a long. Yeah, well that's towards the end, spoiler, but <laughs> spoiler uh Kurt Russell dies. <laughs> so does Scott Glenn. Uh no, uh Robert De Niro is the um is the investigator. He's a part of the, the team that I couldn't
1: even told you he was in it. Yeah, wow! Well, you, back. you
0: need to go back again because yeah. you love you, you some Bob De Niro. I love me some Bobby, Bobby De Niro. D. <laughs> Bobby D. Um, it's no, not it's not the deepest of movies. It really isn't. But I love well, Lisa and I love watching Backdraft.
1: It, the city plays a character in yes.
0: kind of the way it does in Ferris Bueller's Day Right? Off, but it's, it's there's a spirit of it there, but it's not like we're in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Did you
1: see Did you see the sign on the way into town yeah. that, that you're in Chicago? There.
0: Kurt Russell's got a good Chicago. Uh,
1: I need to go back and watch it, man. Going. I haven't seen it, in, but when we talked about doing Chicago movies, I was in like, oh yeah, we're gonna do back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm I'm backdraft, but uh, yeah, might watch that tonight. I'm going to Chicago um, later this week, so I'm actually going to St. Charles, but I have to fly into Chicago. <laughs> Sorry about my microphone there. Hey, hi. So backdraft, my number six. What was nice is he actually shot a
0: majority of that movie in Chicago too, the, so you can't not. You can't not realize what it is, but the Lisa and I kind of quote the one where it's towards the end it's it's quoted towards the beginning and then it's given again at the end where it's like you go, we go, we go and we we use that one in the house a fair amount. I remember so it fun. was
1: it was on uh cable at some point after several years after it had come out, and my dad was watching it again, and he was like. Yeah, well, that's pretty much Hollywood right there. You don't wear uh, you don't go in without your respirator on and you don't go in without your tanks on and these bunkers aren't zipped up. I'm like, "You're
0: ruining this for me, Dad." <laughs> it's like watching a doctor watching ER or exactly. something. Exactly. What's right? the point
1: of casting Kurt Russell if you're not going to see his face while he's in there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he he was a cowboy in that movie and so he went against the rules and he was and that's why he
1: died. Check that door for heat, Tim. Tim did not check that door for heat and, and Tim got burned up. Too. Tim Tim got fucked. <laughs> You always check the door for heat. You always check it. What's your number five? Here goes Jackson.
0: Here comes Deborah. Meta battle. Oh, excuse me. I couldn't help but notice that you two groups of people are about to start killing each other. And I was wondering if you could please just wait on that until we could get off the train. Sit down, bitch. Bitch, yeah. right. sit down.
1: Are you going to let him get away with that? Wait a minute. I was kidding. Uh, that was really rude. Uh, take it back. Apologize. Yeah, Brad, ahead, stay out of this. He called you a bitch. Brad, shut up. Hey, listen to the bitch, Brad. Yeah, Brad. Watch your mouth. You,
0: you big city
1: scum sucker. You
0: just can't keep your foot out your mouth,
1: can you, boy? Let me help <laughs> don't fuck with the lords of hell yeah!
0: don't fuck with the babysitter
1: oh. <laughs> All right, baby, chill out. Shit.
0: do you know what that was from i'm, I'm
1: assuming you do but it took me a few, few I, so i've actually never seen babysitters club no, or, no, adventures in babysitting in babysitting, yeah. babysitting but different uh, yeah that's different i knew after a few minutes just based on and i was like you just oh. put piece, you put the well puzzle i saw pieces your lug together and i saw the airline tickets and i put two and i two knew you, i knew where you were going Uh, And I was pretty sure that was Elizabeth Shue, because I'm pretty sure I would recognize her voice. Yeah, it's pretty recognizable, but I I loved this movie as a kid. Yeah, uh,
0: it had that perfect balance of comedy, adventure, and danger all wrapped up in the package that was every teenage boy's fantasy, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Who directed that? I don't know. Okay. I didn't pull that up. (laughs) Uh, And what was fun with this clip is I forgot it it dropped the F-bomb twice. Not once. You got it twice, and that's why it was... PG-13 probably more than any other reason. Okay. And that was kind of fun. But uh, upon a more recent viewing, uh, I realized that this movie has not aged uh, as gracefully as Elizabeth Shue has. How so? It's just, I think the film's less and less interesting with each viewing. It's just, it doesn't... It doesn't hold my interest like it initially did, and it's just not as
1: fun as I thought it was. So, is it going to be um, having never seen it? If I try to watch it, is it going
0: to? It'll be, be okay uh, the first time around, but I don't think you'd ever watch it
1: again. Okay.
0: Uh, I think the last time I watched it, either myself or or Lisa made some sort of comment on on Facebook, and that that after our last viewing of Adventures in Babysitting, our cup had been filled and would not need refilling for another fifteen to twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, it for me, it's hard not to think of Chicago when it comes to this movie because that's where they all go when she has to go. And um, I can't remember the exact Don't spoil why for she me. had to go into Chicago. But she okay. had to go into Chicago. But she was supposed to be staying home and babysitting. So And so she took the kids with her and took the station wagon. Mm. <laughs> I had a station wagon.
1: The Yostmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your number five. <laughs> it is. My number five is um, – we, when we talked about Fletch a while back, we talked about the L.A. person's L.A. movie because mm-hmm. it shows L.A., but it doesn't show the Hollywood sign and all that shit it yeah. just takes place. Um, my number five is Thief. Oh, that's a good one. By Michael I Mann. did
0: not – I didn't go in that direction because I felt you might. I wasn't sure. Yeah. And you never, you never hear about
1: Thief. No, you don't. Um, we uh, – sorry. A <laughs> bit of a – Bit of a kerfuffle there. Sorry, about an accident. Bit of a whoopsie. <laughs> um,
0: that's James Con. That's like 80, 81, I think. Michael Mann. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely
1: Michael Mann. He's he's a Chicagoan, Chicagoan. Yeah. Um, and to the best of my knowledge, what does he do? Is he a thief? He's a banker. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, banker. No, he's yeah, he's a he's a retired thief. He's trying to go legit, and he's gonna do. It's very similar to Heat. He's but, man
0: likes Michael man likes to write these stories about there's that criminal aspect of like human. there's there's this human and this is just my job regardless of what I'm doing this yep. is just a job and this is what I do um And so there's that focus just specifically on that craft of him robbing banks, robbing safes, getting in.
1: Robbing banks well. And robbing banks well, right. He's like the – he's the super pro. Right. And he's going to go legit. And he's – I forget who the love interest is, but they they adopt a kid. And again, I don't recall any major Chicago stuff being in it. It's just – you just know it's in Chicago. yeah. And that's kind of Michael Mann's.
0: There's like one – Where they have to do like one job outside of Chicago, but yeah, and then he gets screwed over by the the main boss who has kind of hired him, and he says, "Well, you, you, (laughs) kind of thing
1: with the thief."
0: Yeah, that's really what he should have said too, and he may have.
1: But it's a it's a Michael Mann film that you don't um, you don't really hear about. No, the the reason it popped up for us, I'd never even heard of it. Uh, We had watched Heat on Amazon yeah. Prime and it popped up. You might also like, and I'm like, I'll bet you're goddamn right. I might also like uh, Michael Mann directed movie featuring uh, James Con. Conn. James Conn. James Con. I was going to say Jimmy Conn, and then I realized I don't know him well enough to call him Jimmy. And his partner is. Um, don't remember. I remember watching uh, it and texting. We had recorded several episodes that day. It was a Sunday. We recorded- James Belushi is his partner. Bob Belush.
0: Yeah. You and Not I Not re- John.
1: No, James. No, he was, the he- one that's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, We had recorded several episodes uh, on a Sunday, a rare Sunday recording, and you'd made a mixed bag of... You were home with a bad case of... I night. had way uh, too many different <laughs> selections
0: of beers that did not mix together like Jim Brewer's, you know, oh, yeah. bit.
1: No, the way you came in. Yeah. So Thief, my uh, number five. You guys should check that out if you haven't seen it. What's your number four? Uh, the Untouchables. You f- <laughs> That's my number one.
0: That's, you, you picked a De Palma film
1: for your number one? Can I just read what I have written? Absolutely. <laughs> the Untouchables. Hey, look, Nathan, it's a De Palma film. Are you proud of me? <laughs> <laughs> Join us for the next 15 to 25 minutes as we talk about Brian De Palma. Now, uh, there's
0: one movie. If there's one movie that really makes me th- think of Chicago, 1930s, bootlegging, gangsters, it's probably The Untouchables more than anything else. Sure. Uh, I think it's. I still think it's De Palma's best film. Uh, it really blends that De Palma's like stylistic vision. It's. It was written by David Mamet, so the the script is really punchy mm-hmm. and, and kind of catches your attention. Um, and it's just peppered with these wh- horribly but amazing brief like moments of ultra violence. Mm-hmm.
1: And and it's what I don't yeah. like about. <sighs> De Palma, I have to get myself in the right mode for him. Right. Because it's like watching a comic book. He like, takes his time. He takes yeah. his time, but his shots are not pornographic, but they're... You know what I mean? They're Everything's purposeful. Yes. Um, a little saccharin, mm-hmm. I guess is what yeah. I'm trying to say. But this movie is wildly historically inaccurate. And oh. I,
0: and it was based off of a TV show that probably was historically inaccurate
1: as well. Yeah. And that's what... That's that really bothers me about it is that it's not accurate. Like, why? I would love to see a historically accurate De Palma film about Elliot Ness and the Untouchables and and Capone and and thirties uh, bootlegging and crime. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Um, but I I picked it because I'll be honest, I picked it for a couple of reasons. It's a Chicago film. It's of <laughs> well, that we should be the number one since that's what and we're I talking thought about. you might pick it. <laughs> I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be your number one, but um, damn, we're getting you still getting used to this new studio and where everything <laughs> is. And I just keep bumping in the microphone. Sorry, you guys. Um, Sound acceptable? That's I remember, all I had. To I end. remember two scenes. One was parodied in a movie. I think it was The Naked Gun with the uh, pram going down the staircase.
0: Yeah, and that was an homage to another early 1920s Russian
1: film. Okay, and so the battleship Potemkin. Potemkin. Potemkin, yeah. And then the other scene I remember is uh, it's that big, it's sort of their version of the uh, meeting of the five family scene where Capone oh, beats that guy to death with that baseball bat. Family, daddy. yeah. Family. Yeah, respect. <laughs> and then he hits them with the Yeah.
0: They're all sitting around <laughs> at the restaurant and, yeah, gets a little ultra violent. <laughs> See, I, know, with the I, don't like, bat. I don't like De Niro in that. He was. He was De Niro's in that, and he got Sean Connery too. I, know. I mean, yeah, so good, so good. I'm glad you really picked a movie you don't like to watch. It's not that Chicago. I don't like to watch it. I know, it's I, I have can't. to
1: be in the right mood for it. Once <laughs> no. every ten years or so, I get there. <laughs> so the Untouchables is your number four. That's my number four. Uh, my number four is actually more about a city uh, called Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Excellent. Number four is Wayne's World.
0: Oh, nice! I did not. I didn't even think about that. But that—that's a good. That's a good pull. I
1: was um, so I, I. I got I got Wayne Swing. like every ten year old, eight nine ten year old kid in the late eighties early nineties. I watched Saturday Night Live and Wayne's World was the shit, man. It was the cool shit. And the movie came out.
0: Asinger says what?
1: What? <laughs> and I got this movie for I got Wayne's World on VHS for my birthday and watched it about a thousand times and then the next summer my parents took me to Chicago and I remember looking at the roadmap. I was like I was road map guy mm-hmm. so I was looking at th- my, my, my dad knew how to get to Chicago I mean Christ you drive over to I-65 and you turn right and you're there you know but uh, looking at the map I was like there's Aurora that's the that's the city where Wayne lives and Garth and all the people and then the, the commercial where he talks about Waukegan Aurora and um, I forget the third but they were all on the map and I thought it was really cool that 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 universe existed just four yeah. hours north of where I lived you okay know, a quick a quick car ride. And they do with Chicago in Wayne's world what they kind of do with men in black what's with, with New York and men in black. They do a really cool establishing shot of it with the Mirthmobile driving down. I'm not sure what road it is, but you can really you can see the Chicago skyline in the back the same way when they deliver the little squid baby. And Men in Black, you can see the New York skyline. In right, black. it's it's similar. It's, like, it's hey, like that type of hey. Just in case you where... forgot, here's this is your... just outside of yeah. Chicago. Here's right. your really well framed crotch shot of the city. Cool, you get it. Okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna go back to the story now. And so Chicago is. Uh, I mean, they dip into Chicago once or twice, uh, especially to see Alice Cooper. That was a fun scene. <laughs> Middlewaque, <laughs> which is Algonquin <laughs> for the good land. <laughs> <laughs> These guys know how to party, or what?
0: Do you like the Scooby-Doo ending? Dude, I have <laughs> do they do two or three endings? They do, do
1: like, that like at least
0: two, possibly three. Is that a
1: nod to Clue? Uh,
0: I don't know if it was nod to Clue or they're just screwing this around. And Mike Myers, Myers let's... being Mike Myers. Mike Myers, yeah. I can't
1: decide on something, so let me just do all of it. Um, I don't like this ending. Let's shoot all of them. So, yeah, Wayne's World's my number four. What's your number three? High Fidelity. Huh. Get uh, your Pacholi stink <laughs> out of my store. I hate John Cusack. By the way, <laughs> you really don't like John Cusack. I do not huh? like John Cusack. No, right. sorry. I mean, go talk. So, please tell me more about John Cusack and why you don't like him. I've been told that I've, I've been compared to his character in that movie many a time. Like, why don't want you? Why you hate John Cusack? You like his character in that movie. Well, that makes me Rob want to watch Gordon it. is a dick, pretty much in most of that movie. So I'm so I'm a dick. Yes, it that's it. But everyone, I, never, I didn't compare you to Rob Gordon. Everyone that's ever told John me Cusack. that is telling me I'm a dick.
0: They're not wrong. No. I'm a dick. <laughs> It's there's that he's a record store owner in in Chicago who's just broken up with his girlfriend and when when you first start this film you think this is just going to be some you know paint by numbers rom com but then he breaks the fourth wall and starts talking to the audience in this movie oh, okay and so he starts talking about like his his top five breakups and he likes to make top five this and top five that I like do I like that idea of picking what's your favorite f- five favorite. This that. He does that with music, he does that with his breakups. And so it's a brilliant comedy that stretches out past the normal format. It it makes the lead protagonist a realistic character who's really a bit of a dick and and apparently when I was reading about the film it really showcases Chicago in the most subtle way of it does not put it on the pedestal. It's just Chicago. The only people that really recognize this movie are those that are from Chicago and know Chicago.
1: Who directed it? No. Curaçao. Stephen
0: Frears. Nick Hornsby is the writer. It was actually written. It was a British uh, novel that was adapted for John Cusack, John Cusack. But it's, (laughs) but it's, it's a really fun. It's a really fun movie about, and it's got Jack Black, in the yeah, film, you're not you're not, selling you're, not you're not selling that culture of collecting uh, collecting music and and LPs. It kind of looking back at it now, it reminds me a lot of Jamie Johnson and just that culture of I love all of these bands and these these bands that sure. most people don't know about. And look at my record collection. And, and he decides at some point he's going through this midlife crisis, uh, and he decides that he's going to. Sort his rather than sorting his music and LPs alphabetical, he's doing it not chronological, but he's doing it like autobiographical. That so he has to know and that when I got this, I was in this point of my life, and someone hand me this, and that's when I got this. Man, you're not you're that
1: is me. <laughs> I do that. Like you, I, you
0: may need to see this movie I at know, least once. I've
1: been told that Cootie Garland has told me that. Uh, honey mustard cyborg brock stevic has told me that yeah what's fun in the what's
0: fun about this movie is they are more concerned about expressing their opinion rather than taking the money of the people who have come into the shop to buy something oh yeah and dude. that's what's really fun in that's, that retail environment yeah as well
1: and so that that's my number 3 that's a good number 3 i might watch that tonight actually i might i might i might break down and watch high fidelity I think I've been afraid to learn something about myself watching that, or at least to see myself reflected back in my <laughs> uh, My number three is Blues Brothers. Oh, that's a good one. It's come up so many times on here. Uh, I purposefully chose not to, because I had a feeling it was going to come up when we were going to talk about it. It came up on vehicles. It came up on, um, was it soundtracks that it came up on? Uh, it came up on vehicles. I don't know if it came can't, up it on can't, Maybe it was Quotes. I don't remember. But it came up some damn where. Um, We've done just enough of these now that I can't keep track of them mentally. (laughs) Had something to do with
0: John Belushi (laughs) and Dan Aykroyd when we were talking about it. It's just –
1: again, oh, that was the other city uh, that I talked – I was uh, trying to remember from the Wayne's World section was Joliet, Uh, Joliet, Illinois. I had a friend uh, in in middle school. His his parents – or his dad lived in my little town and went to school with my dad and then moved away and then they moved back. He would moved to Joliet, and they they'd moved here from Joliet. Not here; they moved to where I'm from originally. From great, great story I'm telling right now. Um, I had a middle school. <laughs> I had a friend in middle school who was from Joliet, Illinois, which is Joliet, Jake. That's where he was in jail. Um, again, this one kind of the city is not a character. The city is sort of a springboard. It's a
0: springboard and Art. it's a destination because that's where it ends. Yeah, and you can too.
1: It's sort of like you can bounce off of it being Chicago. You don't have to like, you don't have to, show, again, you don't have to show the skyline. You can no. Just, you can just be in, they can be in Chicago for a scene and then back to whatever they're doing. Playing country and Western. <laughs> Did, correct me if I'm wrong, they play like an hour and a half set of Rawhide <laughs> or Stand By Your Man. It
0: feels like. Yeah. What else do you know? I only know these two. They do Rawhide and maybe Stand By Your Man, I know they they just kind of like go back and forth. I know
1: they do Stand By Your Man. Yes. uh, No,
0: I think they do Rawhide as well, and that's the reason why the chicken wire is there. Are
1: they at the double deuce? Might as well be. Um, That scene um, where- That old blind guy can play the guitar really well. (laughs) Plays pretty good for blind I play. Um, <laughs> that scene where they go to the church uh, and interact with James Brown's character. Yes. And that that's it's in this. Is that when
0: um, he wet. does the backflip? The cartwheels.
1: Yeah, the cartwheels. Do you see the light? Yes. Yes. So help me. God, I see the light. It's that neon cross out there. Yes. And it, otherwise, it's dark, piss-wet city. Right. And it's this really cool. It's a dark and wet. Not in a fun way. <laughs> um <laughs> There's uh, and we I think we talked about it on vehicles. That is a long ass movie. It is. It's almost three
0: hours. It's and almost a musical because it's a. It musical. is a
1: musical without
0: them breaking into song to tell the story. They're just playing breaking more into song sets. Because, yeah. They because they're musicians and they're
1: musical I artists. No, music there's so. at least two Blues Brothers albums of them just doing like standard right uh, 40s 50s blues covers. Man, they're so great. If you can find those and pick them up. You are you're miles ahead of all your friends. Your friends that don't like the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Blues Brothers, my number three.
0: My number two is Backdraft. So we've already covered my number two. What's your number two, Travis? Dear Mister Vernon, we accept the fact that we had
1: to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. What we did was wrong you think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are? What do you care? you see us as you want to see us? In the simplest terms, the most convenient definitions. You see us as a brain, an athlete, a basket case,
0: a princess,
1: and a criminal. Correct? The way we saw each other at seven o'clock this morning. We were brainwashed. I had to write an essay in Saturday school. <laughs> I didn't, I did, it was, uh, by the time Saturday school, by the time I was old enough to be in Saturday school, it was only like four hours. It was Sunday school. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Saturday school because I was never in, in Sunday, Sunday school. school. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is funny that, that,
0: all told, although I don't know what your number one is, that we've picked three John Hughes films for. You know what
1: my number one is. My number one was The Untouchables. Was that your number one? Uh-huh.
0: Okay, well then I guess uh, we'll, we'll keep talking about your number two, and then we'll get to my number one. <sighs> John Hughes he was is Chicago, a he was man. a he was he is Chicago, and almost everything that he's done is Chicago. We could have done Home Alone, but that really wasn't. I was I almost made a joke about. Uh, um, Shermer, was it Shermer? Uh, Shermer, Illinois. That's, yeah, Shermer, When I Illinois.
1: think Chicago movies, like, I Which think- Which
0: doesn't exist, but it's- No. It's a fictitious- Suburb, yeah. Isn't that Jay and Silent Bob Strike back there going out, like, into initially to Illinois to look for
1: all of the locations yeah, for yeah, all yeah. of the John Hughes? There is no Shermer there in Illinois. There is no Shermer in Illinois. <laughs> and by the way, if you say Illinois, just know that you're wrong, okay? It's <laughs> Illinois- it's not SS silent. Not Des Moines, Iowa. It's Des Moines. Okay, sort your <laughs> life out, mate. All right. That just that opening, and I, I love the mirroring of it at the end. I feel like we're gonna need to do some John Hughes
0: movies at some point in our in our main episodes. Cause I wonder what
1: ones, because they're all so like obvious.
0: <sighs> yeah, maybe one or two. But um, I know I love I love The Breakfast Club. So good.
1: It's no, I do too. Uh, fun, the- bit of, fun bit of trivia about that: all the like the the slang, the neo Maxi Zoom dweeby stuff. Uh-huh. He sent he sent a team of people to talk to like teenagers and find <laughs> out how they talk, and they saw him coming a mile away and just took the piss and made, <laughs> and made shit up. Like f- you're not going to get in our brain, dude. Uh, like that's funny. Yeah. So there's a I bit never would have known that. I never. Well, every time I watched it, I was like, my cousin Jane was about ten ten or so years older than me. So mm-hmm. she was around high school age when this came out and I never heard her say shit like that. And I was like, w- People, I never heard anyone called a sporto." I mean, I mean it's kind of a easy jump, but I never heard and ne- ne- definitely never heard anyone called a neo-maxi zoom Dweeby. Well, that's cuz um, they don't exist. It's a figment of the the cool the cool thing about Breakfast Club is, I mean, it takes it takes place in several different sets, but it's sort of like a sort of like a stage play.
0: Yeah, it's Pretty much in the library more yeah. than anywhere else. And
1: they don't, they don't, the locations are like, they're like micro locations. They're Although
0: he's not in air ducts when he's crawling
1: around, is he? Because then you could do another supercut. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm going to wait till I get them all compiled, then I'm going to do a supercut. All right. Um, but they don't do, they don't do the accents. They don't try to, no. It's just, it's just set in Shermer, Illinois. It's a drama six oh six
0: two. That's, that has just the right amount of humor without being too funny because it, wouldn't be as if it's relatable too, if it's too and funny, too, funny. Yeah, it's not exactly. as human not as humanly relatable at least
1: I wonder if it's the same high school Ferris went to I don't know I doubt it I think in theory it maybe might be. they're all in the same universe Breakfast Club my number two what's your number one so he showed up not dead yet let that be a lesson to you boys and girls don't ever argue with the big dog big dog is always right <laughs> yeah you've been
0: right before
1: <laughs> yeah. alright Walter this is Richard
0: Richard Jesus Why did you run? Running, running makes you look guilty.
1: I wasn't worried about appearances, Walter. Tell me where you are, so I can come meet you and you can turn yourself in. I'm not going to turn myself in. I need help, I need money. I might be crazy, but that train
0: sounds like an L.
1: St. Louis doesn't have an elevated train.
0: How do you know it's an elevated train?
1: You know, I think he's right. I lived under an L for 20 years. No,
0: well, then you can explain the difference in the sound of an elevated train as opposed to a train that's running along the ground. You must have ears like an eagle. Play that back. I
1: want to hear the sound of an elevated train. All right, wait a minute. Now, what cities have L's? Uh, New York's oh, got an, an L. Sure we do. We got an L. Milwaukee's got totally an L. it right there where the lawyer says
0: that he sounds guilty. There's bells in the background. There's a guy on a P.A. I want to drop everything but the guy on the P.A.
1: Can you do that? Yeah, I'll try it. Hold on, Sam. Walter, this is Richard. Richard. Yeah, right there. Why did you run? What running, running, oh, you, what's you look saying?
0: Guilty. It's like next uh, stop. Sound like, parents parents sound parents like parents next stop? Do that again. Why did you
1: run? Running on makes you look guilty. Next,
0: next stop.
1: Merchandise Mart. Son of a
0: bitch! Our boy came home.
1: That bell. That bell is the bell on the Well Street Bridge. It's six blocks away. I knew that was an elevated train. Oh yeah,
0: big dog. You're never wrong. Okay. Well, I'm gonna call the
1: CPD. This is Chicago Fire. Andiamo, yeah, bambini. Sammy. Yeah. When I die, I want to come back just like you. No, you mean happy and handsome? Nah, the fugitive. That's um, that's Joe Pant, Joe Joey. That's Joey Pants. Right? Joey Pants? No, <laughs> that's Cipher from The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know I'm not eating the steak, but
0: I swear you were gonna pick this one. This is the fugitive for those that are listening that have no idea. I didn't kill my wife. I didn't kill. I don't care. I was I want I really wanted to find a clip that was good but a clip that also specifically pointed out the fact that he came back to Chicago and they were pointing out this that sounds like an L. Oh please tell me what does an elevated train sound like? <laughs>
1: I love that you didn't pick the. Uh, I need a hard, 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 hard no, target, hard no. target. hard target search of every outhouse, waffle house, dog house, blah, blah blah blah. Outhouse
0: and shit house. That was the same thing, sir. Shut up. <laughs> Get out there. Uh, no, I didn't want to do that. I really wanted to find something that worked. That Tommy Lee pointed Jones out is so good, man. I, depending on the movie. <laughs> What's one he was bad in? Um, Never bad mind. mind. Forever. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you, fair. Oh, fair, I fuck you. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen The Fugitive in a minute, man. We might this, this fought this fought between Ferris Bueller to be my number one initially until I decided to make it my number six, so I could get that out of the way. Thinking you were gonna have Ferris Bueller in your list, instead you're like, nope. I'll raise you two other John Hughes movies instead. <laughs> don't, you, don't you ever think you
1: know me, man? Uh, Just, oh, that's well. me. When you think I'm gonna zig. I zig twice. This this movie represents
0: Yeah, this this movie represents Chicago on such a grand scale, and what I really enjoy about it outside of pretty much everything, is how Kimball decides to work his way back to his home city because uh he needs to prove his innocence because no one else believed him. And so here you got that that really good cat and mouse tactics, you know. They feel real compared to stupid crap that, you know, they try to make you think on uh any back when I put down here any back of a Friday the thirteenth box? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where what? Tommy Lee Jones is basically hunting down Harrison Ford, it, that's that's what makes this movie so good. Is just that.
1: What got me about this movie was I remember when it came out. It was a hot shit thing. It was the
0: I saw it in the theater. I think twice. At least I know at least once. Possibly I know, twice. I hadn't even. I know I saw it in the graduated high school
1: yet. It was like ninety three. It was summer ninety three, and it was huge. My parents are boomers, and they grew up watching the TV show, right? And them trying to explain to me like, oh, Kevin's no. trying to tell you something. Hey Kev, oh I know. What Sorry, he's, he's telling me he's telling me I need another beer. <laughs> well, in a minute, Kev. In a minute. Um, my parents trying to explain to me that it was an every week thing, him escaping detection and trying to and moving the, on to the next town. Well, the cop right? chasing him and then him chasing the one armed man, and that it was like, no, this is a big deal, and you're you're twelve, so guess what? Saturday night we're going to see this because you're not you're not staying home by yourself. You're gonna we're gonna go watch this. And I watched it, and it was cool. It was fun, but i I'd, I'd been to Chicago, so they. It's one of the early scenes. They're at the Cook County Hospital. And that really kind of weighted it for me because that's the county that Chicago's in. That's stupid. It's just a stupid little establishing shot. Right. But that's what grounded it for me. Was like, oh, they actually, it's taking place somewhere where I've been. Right. It's not far from where I'm. I live. So in that regard, it was it was cool, but it was also very larger than life kind of movie because absolutely because it's, it's Han Solo and it's St.
0: Patrick's Day, so they've they've uh, died it the St. Pat's are right in that zone because they they have that parade and he puts on the hat and he gets lost in the uh, and he
1: sings Don Shane on the float. <laughs> no, that's summer. This is March. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong
0: movie. Sorry, my bad. No, you've uh, seen one Chicago movie. You've seen you've them seen all. them all. I I highly doubt. That we could probably come up with another six Chicago movies.
1: They'd just be John Hughes.
0: <laughs> what are the other John Hughes movies? Well, we have Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Well, you know they end. They start New York, but they end in you know, the show. I've got area. one.
1: I've got one. It would be fun. What's uh-huh. um, city movies? Not New York. Not L.A. Not Chicago.
0: Not San Francisco.
1: Because yeah, that's go. almost you could do. Okay. But you could do pick six city movies. I've
0: got Look for that in season four in another year from now when we when we decide to cover it. I might write it down. I city might. movies that aren't Chicago, Los Angeles, or New York. I might remember it.
1: I'm going to write it down right now as Jamie no. plays this outro. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Until then, until next time, I'm not Nathan. And I am not Travis. Stay off the moors. Six-Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six-Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six-Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. I didn't kill my wife! I don't care!